don't know why. I always start everything with a weird song. I don't know why. Nobody ever stops me. So I guess I'll just keep doing it. Comment now if you don't Comment want now. that. Hey, it's better than what happens on Fridays. Every episode of Your My Friend and I Trust You starts with at least a minute and a half rendition of some popular song done by two kazoos. So, <laughs> once you get past the kazoo part, it's actually a really good show. So don't don't just skip it because of that. But I'm always like listening to it going, guys, people are going to turn the radio off. Please. Nobody wants to hear Old Town Road done to kazoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It is uh, the Back Row Morning Show here on Back Row Radio. It is Thursday. We are glad to have you with us. In the studio with me this week is my wife. My wife. Hello. <laughs> Her name is Deidre. Yes. Uh, and she's been my wife for upwards of 15 years. How many has it been? 16? 14. We just had our years? 14 20 years year together. Anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> Last month. 14. <laughs> I asked you to go out with me in... December 10th. December 2000. 2000, yeah. So we're almost up to 20 years together. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You're old. You're old. <laughs> Sheesh. Man. And I saw your face app old person. I'm going to age way more gracefully than <laughs> way you. Way better. <laughs> the women were. Women got their much, short end of the stick yeah. in that app, I think. I all feel the women like were horrifying. that app is sexist. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, it was Russian men who made it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I feel like if it was truly. A Russian conspiracy. All the men would have looked like Donald Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Coming up on today's show, emojis and empathy. Plus the latest news, random facts, and more. But first, it is July 25th, and we've got a few holidays to celebrate. Yes, we we do. We have National Chili Hot Dog Day. I did not like chili dogs forever. For the longest time. Um In fact, I worked at Wiener Schnitzel for like three years. Mm-hmm. And that's their big thing, the chili dog. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like it then either. Really I like I like the smell of chili, but the thought of putting it on a hot dog and eating it. Didn't you eat the chili cheese fries? Grossed me out. While no. you were working there? No, no, you wouldn't eat those either? Mm-mm. That was later. The chili cheese fry was the first thing that I was introduced to mm-hmm. with the chili on it that I liked. But it took, it was after that. It was after I worked there before I tried it. Wow. But not long after. That was like that was like a relatively quick thing that I got into. But then it was a, more years after that before I'm like, I'll try that on a hot dog now. Mm-hmm. But now, shoot. <laughs> That's a good thing, man. <laughs> a chili dog is nothing to sneeze at. Uh, we also have National Hot Fudge Sunday Day. Sunday day. Sunday day. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like you mispronounced it, but you didn't. Hot fudge Sunday day. day. <laughs> uh, I'm a fan of the hot fudge Sunday. What's your favorite hot fudge Sunday? Go. Like, like what place to get it at? What place? I don't understand. Flavor ice cream toppings. Go. Well, doesn't it have to have hot fudge? Hot fudge, yes, but it does, there's a lot of other things that can go on on Sunday. Brownie. Oh. Hot fudge brownie sundae. Hot fudge brownie sundae? Yeah. What kind of ice cream? Uh-huh. Just vanilla. Just plain old vanilla? Yeah. You don't need to get too what chocolatey kind of with it. 
Uh, you want whipped cream on it? You want a cherry? Well, of course. Uh, That's this a is what Sunday. I'm asking Hello, you. it's not a Sunday if you don't have whipped cream <laughs> and a cherry. <laughs> Sheesh, man. <laughs> My favorite is Baskin Robbins. Two or three scoops of their mint chocolate chip ice cream. I don't want any other ice cream. I want that ice cream. It's the best <laughs> mint chocolate chip ice cream on the planet. Hot fudge, whipped cream, nuts, and a cherry. Wow. Yeah. I'm not mm. a big fan of pre- peanuts on ice cream. Mm. No. It's so good. That is the best Sunday ever. I'm like peanut butter shakes. Ugh. No. I tried. No. I'm not a fan of peanut butter in the ice cream. Yeah. I'm not a fan of, like, when Sonic does it, they put that peanut butter stuff in there. They even have, like, a one of their core blizzards where they hollow out the center and put peanut, peanut butter in it. Big old like, spoonful of peanut butter. No. That's <laughs> just... It's not good. Because it's a peanut butter sauce, you know? It's not even, like, actual peanut butter. Yeah. If there was Jif in that thing, maybe. But... It's like a, this just goopy, oily sauce. Yeah, they have, to, they have to put oil in it or something to make mm-hmm. it so... Loose. Yeah. <laughs> Loose peanut butter. That sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, that's usually the term you Drippy. use for, <laughs> for stool or something. <laughs> and on that note, we are also celebrating National Refreshment Day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Refreshment. Refreshment. <laughs> That's uh, that was my favorite part of uh, baseball. The refreshments. The refreshments. <laughs> I play the game just like Brian Regan. Great joke. <laughs> play the game just thinking. Get a free snow cone at the end of the game. <laughs> just out there thinking. Free snow cone. Free snow cone. How many? Uh, how many outs, Brian? Grape. <laughs> Gonna get grape or cherry. <laughs> if they have grape, I'm going to get grape because grape's a favorite. But if they don't have grape, I'll get cherry because, you know, cherry's like my second favorite. Cherry's a favorite anyway, you know? <laughs> it's like another favorite, but not as much. And let's not as much favorite. <laughs> but they're both good. They're, they're both, both good. good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. If you love what we do here at Back Row Radio, <laughs> we ask that you please consider partnering with us at patreon.com slash Radio. Uh, we've got, uh, we're about a fourth of the way, a quarter of the way to our, our goal mm-hmm. for the end of the year. Uh, but we have been there for most of the year. <laughs> um, but uh, right now we're, we're kind of at our, we're kind of at our minimum uh, operating funds right mm-hmm. now. If we go below where we're at, we're not going to have enough money to consistently pay for what we need to pay for, which includes the licensing, includes new music, and includes uh, our our mobile app. And uh, and right now, we don't have any money really for advertising. We have very little money for advertising anyway. Uh, we kind of have to save up a little bit each month, mm-hmm. and every few months, we can buy an advertising campaign on Facebook or something. Um, so if, uh, if you can help us out, even with just a few bucks a month to help keep this radio station going and growing, we're about to hit a, uh, a wall where we're going to need to pay more for licensing and it's, it's not going to double our costs, but it is going to increase it near that much. Uh, and so, I mean, if we don't have the money for it, we're not going to be able to do it. My wife has made it very clear. Mm-hmm. That uh, we don't have the money to do it ourselves. Yes. So 
if you can help, that'd be great. Because otherwise, <laughs> the other option is we don't move up in level. We get our total listening hours. We get to a certain point, And then the radio station just goes off the air for the rest of the month. Wow. And we don't want to do that. We don't want to have dead air for the last week of the month. You know, we want to be able to continuously bring the best music that we can to you 24 hours a day. So uh, if you're a fan of that, if you like the radio station, if uh, you like what we do here, please show that by uh, giving us just a little bit of support. Even if all you can afford is a buck a month, we'll take it and we'll be grateful for it. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll even give you something for it. We promise. Uh, you can join our, our cool behind-the-scenes group over on Facebook and help us make decisions on what we do at the radio station and get a little bit behind-the-scenes stuff, too. We also do you know giveaways specifically for our group every so often. Uh, so, you know, it's worth it. It's worth a dollar a month. Right. It's worth much more than that, but it's worth at least a dollar a month. Mm -hmm. So if you can help us out, please do. All right, everybody. It's uh, Thursday, and on Thursday, we like to do something special in our first hour, and it's called Onion or Not Onion. All right. And my wife's been dreading this because she's not great at it. I am not, but <laughs> oftentimes, Matthew practices the Onion, Not Onion on me before doing it with Mo, so, yeah, so yeah. I feel like I've at least had some experience. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know what's coming. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to read two headlines. One of them is fake from The Onion. One of them is a real uh, headline that sounds like it could be from The Onion. Deidre's going to have to guess which one is the real one, and then I'll read the article. And you can play along at home. Yay. All right. Headline number one. Weather Channel correspondent... I can't even... I practiced this earlier because I knew I have a problem with this word. Correspondent. Weather Channel correspondent... Paddling canoe through melted sidewalk to show off extent of heat wave. Massive heat wave going on in the northeast. Uh, or five guys arrested at five guys. <laughs> I think the weatherman one is... The real one? The real one. Wrong. Ah. There were no reports of milkshakes bringing any boys to the yard, but a fracas at a Florida five guys did bring <laughs> cops to the restaurant. And five guys were arrested. In a brief and rather cryptic Facebook post that started to go viral soon after it was published Wednesday night, the Stewart Police Department said little more than a lunchtime fistfight had broken out at the Burgers and Fries Eatery. The department said three juvenile males and two adult males were charged with a fray and processed at the Martin County Jail. Under Florida law, a fray is a first-degree misdemeanor charge resulting from two or more people fighting in a public place, disturbing the peace. Police were called about 12.30 p.m. A woman who witnessed the incident told authorities that one of the males was talking that S-word to another. <laughs> a cup was thrown and a door to the restaurant was slammed in someone's face before an all-out brawl broke out. According to an arrest report the department released Thursday, Keith Marine of Palm County and Lauren Perrine of Stewart, both 18, were arrested and taken to the Martin County Jail. The minors were fingerprinted and booked and later released to a parent. So really, these were all teenagers. Right. Two of them just happened to be technically adults technically. at the time. Right. Uh, but <laughs> five guys arrested. At, at five, five guys. guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next battle here. Two headlines. Number one, pizza crust can be saved to make pizza stock. Or, Berkeley, California will no longer allow the term manhole because of gender sensitivity. <laughs> <laughs> 
the manhole one has got to be real. <laughs> Soon there will be no more manholes in the city of Berkeley, California. And there will also be no chairman, no manpower, no policemen or policewomen. No, that doesn't mean a whole city will be without committee leaders and law enforcement. It means that words that imply a gender preference will be removed from the city's codes and replaced with gender neutral terms, according to the recently adopted ordinance. The city voted Tuesday night to replace gendered terms in its municipal codes like manhole and manpower <laughs> with gender, gender neutral ones like Person. maintenance hole. Person hole. <laughs> Person hole. <laughs> maintenance hole and instead of manpower, human effort. The item passed without discussion or comments, and that was not, and was not controversial," said Berkeley City Council Member Rigel Robinson, the bill's primary author. "There's power in language," Robertson said. "This is a small move, but it matters." The city, <laughs> the revised city documents also will replace instances of gendered pronouns such as he and she with they, according to the ordinance. Even though that is grammatically incorrect, mm-hmm. Berkeley's municipal code. Currently contains mostly masculine pronouns. The office of the city manager said in a letter to the mayor and city council, having a male-centric municipal code is inaccurate and not reflective of our reality, Robinson said. Women and non-binary individuals are just as entitled to accurate representation. Our laws are for everyone, and our municipal code should reflect that. So see, this is that's the crux of it, that last sentence. Because mm-hmm. it used to be about making it equal between the two genders. Yeah. You know, everything's all man-centric. Well, what about women? What about her story? And now it's about uh, people without gender. So that's why that's not police men going. uh, It's also no police women. We can't even have police women. We can't have, even though there are two terms for the two genders, we can't have just those two genders anymore. It's got to be non-gendered completely. So we can. That's just. (laughs) So we can coddle the. Like 1.6% of people in America who consider themselves non-binary. I'm super sad right now. Very low. (laughs) Such a low number. Uh, I feel like we're we're dangerously close to where like holding the door open for a lady is going to be considered sexist. Oh, that's already there. Really? Haven't you? Yeah. We've reported on that here on the show already. Oh my gosh. Where somebody got upset. Uh, a woman got upset that a guy was holding the door open for her at a like a supermarket or something, and she like went off on him and then went and posted about it on Facebook how proud she was that she stood up for herself. Oh my gosh! And that that discussion we were having is all that is not what holding the door open is. It's not <laughs> we think you're weak, so we're going to open the door. It's that it's we are putting our, we're putting ourselves <laughs> below you and serving you like a doorman. <laughs> And opening the door for you. A door person. (laughs) A a non-binary door person. A door individual. (laughs) An ungendered uh, human flesh tube standing here (laughs) to open the door for you. Oh, gosh. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're spot on with that. That's exactly where we are. America is just a weird place. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's, Let's move What's, I mean, what's strange is that we hear about all this stuff all the time and like on TV or whenever it's, there's, there's a lot of like homosexual characters and a lot of characters struggling with their gender identity and all this. Mm -hmm. And we see it so much that 
we begin to think that this is such a common thing. Right. Like people are asked, like how many people, like what per- percentage of the American population do you think is uh, homosexual or transgendered or non-binary or something like that? Mm-hmm. And everybody comes to a, a, a number around like a quarter of America. Mm-hmm. And it's like 3% or less of all these things. Yeah. Like not e- like that's that's almost an accounting error. You know, that's not that's not something that we ever base any amount of real change on for the bulk of society. Right. Based around three percent of it. It's not saying that they aren't valid. It's not saying that they don't deserve certain rights, but we don't change everything that works just fine. Because three percent or less of society are uncomfortable about it. Yeah. That's kind of, I mean, these are your choices. You be uncomfortable because that's what you're wanting to be. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just weird. All right, let's move on. Too controversial. Let's move on here. Last set of Onion or Not Onion headlines. One of these real, one of these fake. Florida City deterring homeless by playing Baby Shark on a nonstop loop. Or <laughs> hand gestures transform friend's story into immersive virtual reality experience. Ugh. Uh, the last one. Is the real one? Is the real one? I could see how you would say that. Yeah. Because I specifically put this in here for you because you talk with your hands a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and just, when you talk with your hands, you're getting us so involved in your story. It's virtual reality. We can see what you're seeing. But no. <laughs> that was a dig at my wife. Sorry, guys. The baby shark one is real. The baby shark. City officials in West Palm Beach, Florida, are using extremely catchy children's music to try and drive away homeless people from one of its civic buildings and often from the beach. The mayor's, uh, the city mayor's Keith James confirmed to Fox News that the songs Baby Shark and the song called Raining Tacos, uh, which was a YouTube phenomenon a few years ago, are being played at the patio of the Waterfront Lake Pavilion, where homeless people have been living. Pavilion is a banqueting venue that hosts weddings and other events. Usually brings in uh, about a quarter of a million dollars in annual revenue. Dan's complained that finding human uh, feces and other unsanitary Ugh. things around it, though, have been driving things down. Uh, said it's been an effective and temporary measure to keep the area accessible. Uh, cities previously attempted to use classical music to deter drug dealers, but the <laughs> unit powering the speakers was smashed. Uh, one homeless man Fox News spoke to said that the children's songs hadn't been enough to move him on. I still <laughs> lay down there, uh, Iana Champion said, but it's on and on, the same songs. Uh, Activism Network National Coalition for the Homeless criticized the initiative with the uh, interim director, Megan Hustings, calling it immoral and disturbing, showing a lack of concern for our community members who are struggling through a very rough time. Uh, Pink Fong's 2016 song Baby Shark has become a sensation among young children and their embattled parents with over 3 billion views on YouTube, making it the eighth (laughs) most viewed video of all time. Uh, Beginning in August 2018, it spent 42 weeks on the UK charts, reaching a high of number six, Raining Tacos, a very upbeat tune by uh, Perry Grip about the meteorological phenomenon of the title tacos raining from the sky has earned 31 million views on youtube since it was published in 2012 uh perry grip uh, writer of that song has added to his youtube video subscription ways to help the homeless including a place specifically uh listed for west palm beach florida 
since hearing the news about his song being used in such a manner. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't, I don't like it either. I don't like, I don't like trying to, I mean, these are almost military tactics, right? Blasting music, <laughs> right. blasting annoying music to try and get someone to come out or like right. negotiation tactics or when uh-huh. negotiations fail, police uh-huh. blast music. I mean, that's, that's kind of messed up. Man. I mean, their, their <laughs> lives are already hard enough. Uh, I mean, I get not wanting to have them in certain areas, uh, but like when I see like those spikes in the ground, you know, and at certain buildings, like in bigger cities, usually uh, under the oh, awnings, keep... they get the spikes so there's no one that can lay down there. Yeah. So I'm like, gosh, that's messed up. Yeah. I mean, really I get mean. it, but it's messed up. I there's got to be a better, and I guess that's the thing that we're always in is that there's it's hard to keep up with that you know yeah and so we have a whole bunch of our nation's homeless and i feel like they could you know that quarter of a million they bring in every year they could put some of that toward a nice center for those guys to go to (laughs) (laughs) i don't know yeah it's it's uh it's a rough situation but the fact yeah using those songs though uh I could see how that would Baby work. Baby Shark, yeah. <laughs> that one, oh my goodness. I'll, uh, here, I'll let you hear the Raining Tacos one. Let's oh. get to that here. Yeah, I haven't. <laughs> Raining Tacos, that came out, and then he had a sequel, which I like better, called Hailing Taquitos. <laughs> uh, that's not a joke. That's a real thing you can go listen to. Uh, but here's what Raining Tacos sounds like. Uh, here we go. No, I don't want to answer a survey. Wow. At least they were nice enough to do two songs for them. <laughs> Got a little bit of a variety there. <laughs> right. There's a, I think it was John Mulaney. Uh, there's a comedian I listened to recently. He was telling a story about how him and his buddy went to a diner that had a jukebox where you put money in and you pick songs. Uh And they put in like $7 worth and then they just picked a whole bunch of, of, uh, what was the song? What's New Pussycat? Oh my gosh. (laughs) They just did that over and over again and it became, it became an experience or an experiment in human reaction. And so they picked they picked it. They did click, click, because they let you just stack them up, click them one at a time. So they clicked them all, and they moved on. Right. And so they're listening to it, and they listened to it once, and, you know, everyone's fine. And then it came on again. And, you know, noticed a couple people, like, perk their head up. Like, and they're really? thinking, like, you, you know, this song's a lot longer than I thought it was. <laughs> Still going on. Third time, people start getting irritated. They said... It's about the seventh time when people really start to lose their minds. But this was also when my buddy got a little devilish. Oh, my God. Because he said, how about before the eighth time, we sneak in a it's not unusual. And so they snuck in a not unusual after the seventh time. And he said, this was the first time in my life I'd ever seen so many people happy to hear it's not unusual. But then right after that song was over, <laughs> what's new, pussycat? 
<laughs> everybody lost their minds. People got up, slammed the table, left the st- left the restaurant, oh my and the owner actually came and unplugged the machine. Oh, I bet it. <laughs> it was just, it was fantastic. But yeah, I totally get it. A little variety probably helps. If they just yeah. played Baby Shark over and over again without yeah. the raining tacos, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, that would be messed up. That would be completely inhumane. Coming up later in the show, do you prefer to use emojis to share your emotions? Uh, And coming up at the top of the next hour, ask us anything. Hey, have you heard? We're so glad that you're listening to the Back Row Morning Show in its podcast form, but we hear there's actually an entire radio station that plays some amazing Christian music throughout the show and all day long. We've heard, and now you have too. Join us at BackRowRadio.com and stream online or download our free app for iPhone and Android. Back Row Radio, Christian music in every flavor. the Back Row Morning Show here on Thursday morning, and we're going to kick off this second hour with five random facts with Daedra. <laughs> back when, uh, back when Daedra and I were just married, mm-hmm. we were in college, we had a podcast back then <laughs> called the Hard Blog Cast, oh, based off of the blog that we had then, and like the first time Daedra was on it, <laughs> she said, I'm Daedra Corker. <laughs> She messed up her own last name on the show. It has scarred me for life. So much so that I did the... Every time I go to, like, say my whole name, I think about it. And I was up at CR, you know, ready to say my name. And I think I said the exact same thing. Did I say Deidre Corker or did I just, like... No, you said Coker. I did something where I messed up my name once while I was doing it. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, you did do that Yeah, once. I yeah, feel like I, I did. I remember that. Uh-huh. Making noises with my cup over here. Jeez. Five random facts. <laughs> yeah, you're crazy. All right. First fact, in Norway, Texas is slang for crazy, <laughs> which is hilarious. <laughs> Boy, you Texas. <laughs> Are you going Texas right now? <laughs> Don't go Texas on me. <laughs> I'm gonna start using that as a real saying, especially we with li- John. Because we, yeah, yeah. we live in New Mexico, so we're like we're like we're right on the border away. with ten Texas. minutes, 10 away, minutes from Texas. away from Texas. Yeah. I'm like don't go don't be going texas on me now <laughs> don't be going colorado green chili on me now <laughs> not everyone gets that 
Another fact, the Hershey Company runs a free private boarding school for underprivileged students. With more than $12 billion in assets backed by Hershey, it's one of the wealthiest schools in the world. Each part of a student's experience, from athletics to college visits, is paid for. Yep, yep. Wow. What school did you go to? The Hershey School. <laughs> Chocolate School. <laughs> They fed us M and M's for ah, breakfast. If they have chocolate every morning. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I bet those kids are That's pretty why, bright. Yeah, like that chocolate cake <laughs> we learned about. Eat chocolate for breakfast. That's right. All right, this is a fun uh, one. Pablo Picasso's full name was Pablo Diego Jose Francisco de Paula Juan. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Nepomucina Maria de los um, Remedio Cipriano de la Santísima Trinidad Martyr Patricio. <laughs> this is not accurate. <laughs> Clinto Ruiz y Pas, Pas, Picasso. Picasso. <laughs> y Picasso. <laughs> One of the two names in that whole list that you should have known quite easily. I said it right the first time. <laughs> That's a lot of names. Mm-hmm. There was a uh, epic rap battle on YouTube where it was Pablo Picasso versus Bob Ross, you know, the big hair guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh-huh. like half of one of Pablo Picasso's verses was just listing his was name. Just saying his name. Pablo Diego Jose Francisco de Palawana. And I'm like, holy cow. Yeah, that's a long name. Yeah. I put that in just for your I benefit. I want to like see his gravestone. <laughs> <laughs> or death certificate. <laughs> it's kind of morbid, dangerous. Is that weird? <laughs> Fact four. Let's go. Uh, number four. In 2011. Ugh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> not not ugh, to Gross. the year. What a terrible year was, that was for all was of us. Reading on in my mind. <laughs> you don't know. We what were I'm all about like we got yet. one year left until the Mayans kill ugh. us all. It was a horrible year. A rodent, ugh, there we go, that was believed to have been extinct for 113 years suddenly appeared right before researchers uh, stuck around long enough for its picture to be taken, then disappeared back into the Colombian forest. It hasn't been seen since. Wow. Cool. What kind of a rodent? Some weird rodent, man. Huh. Lastly. That rainforest. Uh, <laughs> it's had a rainforest. It's so it's hot all, right now. All crazy things. <laughs> we don't even know. When you crossbreed a husky with a pug, the result is a hug. Aww. Aww. You know, I've been thinking we need to get a dog and we should get a hug. <laughs> no. I don't know why you think we need to get a dog. Number one, you hate dogs. Our son is scared of them. And Why do we need one then? Why are we going to so traumatize he, the kid? No, that way he gets used to them and he's not like terrified every time a tiny little yappy dog barks like a chihuahua. I don't think he cares about animals. Ugh. We bought all those fish. All of them died. And he, was, <laughs> he didn't even cry. Nothing. He's like, oh, fish is dead. 
Another fish is dead, Mom. Okay, that's not accurate. He <laughs> cried with the first couple of fish. But then after that, you're like, really? Again? Another fish? <laughs> and now we just have a snail in there. And he, I don't, I'm not even sure he was aware the last fish died because he doesn't look over there anymore. He doesn't care about feeding him. Nothing. He talked about the snail just this morning. Did he? Okay. Yes. <laughs> and we might go get a fish. No, we're done. A with beta them. fish. Fish are done. Those guys are fish are hardy. out of here. <laughs> I don't know no why you even care because it's not like you had to clean the tank. Yeah, but yeah. I'm the one that has to feed the dang thing every oh, no. day. I got to no sprinkle a little food every morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, this next section, which is also led by you, is called "Ask right. Us Anything." You present us with three questions, and we give our answers. So I'm asking the question to myself and to you. Yes. Okay. What's your favorite song? Why would you do favorites? You know I don't have favorite anything. I, they asked. I didn't ask. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> sorry, listener who asked that. <laughs> I don't like favorites. Uh, what's your favorite song and why this particular one? Yeah, just a side note to that. Imagine how difficult it is to date and be married to someone who doesn't have a favorite anything. Like, imagine trying to buy a present for them. Then imagine having to do that two or three times a year. You can just get something I like. Life. It doesn't have to be my favorite. Can't ever buy anything favorite. All right. Uh, favorite song and why this particular one? Mine has been pretty steady for many years. It's uh, Missing Person by Michael W. Smith. Yeah, yeah. I really like that song. I like the the, uh, the idea behind it. You know, it's you know about someone struggling with with who they are and with who they are in, in the eyes of themselves and in the eyes of God. And you know, we were kind of always searching for the person that I want to be. Mm-hmm. You know, the person that I want. Uh, you know, how I want to be used by God. How I want to be uh, representing myself in this world. I'm always just a little short of that, so I've been searching for that missing person. Kind of that's the idea. That's deep. That's the idea that I get. I'm not sure that's exactly the entire intent of the song that, as he wrote it, uh-huh. but that's what how I've always felt every time I've listened to that, is that I could be better, and I'm going to keep searching for that better person. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You? I feel you. Since you don't have a favorite, what's one that you like? Um, <laughs> a new one that I like and I love. You like and love it. sing (laughs) it while it's playing, because I'm big into singing, Um, (laughs) is the breakup song (laughs) by Francesca (laughs) Batticelli. I'm laughing because Matthew hates Francesca Batticelli. Okay. I don't hate. He's just annoyed And I've even admitted. And I'm pretty sure it's on the station. It is. Yeah. Uh, Well, not the original. It's like a remix. Oh, of course. But I've even admitted that her last album, Own It, was actually pretty Uh good. So why don't you chill? Okay. Well, I just really, I love singing it. I just can't stand that. It's fun to sing. And uh, got a couple dancing in my fender. (laughs) I hate that song. I hate it with a passion. Uh, Anyway. I really like that song right now, but I wouldn't say it's my favorite. <laughs> um, also, Carrie Job. I, you know, anything. Carrie Joby. Yeah. Carrie Joby's good. Yeah. Carrie Job. I keep pronouncing it. I really like purpose. The Garden. That's also one I, I really like to see. The Garden. Mm-hmm. I like Lauren Daigle. Yeah. She's been pretty good mm-hmm. lately. Yeah. <sighs> see, here's another rant with her. <laughs> In that we were on. 
we did a I put a post posted a joke on Backer Baptist Church and somebody in the comments mentioned Lauren Daigle in a you know positive way as one of the people that's always uh, always recommended on Spotify whenever you're listening to anything Christian. Even if it's like Christian rock you're listening to, the next recommended thing is Lauren Daigle, whatever. Uh, uh-huh. And someone posted that they really feel like Lauren Daigle is going the way of Katy Perry, which, you know, she grew up in a Christian household or father's a pastor or whatever. But when she entered the music scene, she was already, like, left that behind. Mm-hmm. She was already fully, this is secular music I'm bringing out. And she mm-hmm. didn't make songs religious uh, in tone or nature or anything. And so they really feel like Lauren Daigle's going the way of Katy Perry. And so many, not a lot, but a few people quickly, like, agreed. Mm. I'm sitting there thinking, every song that's come out from her album as a single has been heavily faith-based. Right. Including a song specifically about how Jesus is still rolling stones away. Right. And, you know, resurrecting lives. Mm Mm-hmm. And the only thing I can think of that people are thinking this is just because she's been... Right. On popular shows to right. do her She's song. been like, like on they, Jimmy Fallon. She's and, been yeah, she's been yeah. invited to come play, which DC Talk was on Jay Leno, you know, and, and David yeah. Letterman back then. And Just and his, because she didn't have a great answer for the homosexuality question, which should never have been posed to her anyway, because she's not a religious scholar, she's a singer, mm-hmm. songwriter. Mm-hmm. And she just said, I don't really feel qualified to answer that, basically. <laughs> basically saying, said, I have, I I have some friends that. that have that <laughs> issue. I'm just not going to, I don't feel qualified to, to speak on that topic. I would feel the same, given, <laughs> like, depending on who was asking. Yeah. Like, and you know the only reason it's asked for is because that's like the, it's just a the social to, test yeah, for, yeah. for grumpy Christians. Uh-huh. So I had a real hard time. Not breaking not my arguing. own debate, <laughs> no debate rule in that group this morning. Oh, anyway, it's my show and I can talk about whatever I want. <laughs> Next question. Uh, what are some of your long-term goals? Ooh. I don't remember this question. Long-term goals. Shoot. Um, I, I want... To have a job where I either bike to my job at the canoe place or whatever, the kayak place, or kayak to my job at the bike shop. (laughs) I feel like your long-term goal is to get off of being the janitor. Yeah. I really wish that was a short-term goal. I want that to be soon. But I've to told him we to need the money, so anymore. he's stuck there my for jan- a while. My janitor pay essentially pays for our mortgage every month, so <laughs> I'm stuck with it. Oh, there we go, for at least 30 it's years. Not a, it's, not a, it's not a hard job, it's just <laughs> a tedious one, yeah. you know? Yeah. And some days are far worse than others. <laughs> and you ladies are gross in the oh, bathroom. Okay, we don't need to... They know. You're terrible. You all know. Horror stories. <laughs> you know. You know what you do in there. Uh, um, I would say my long-term goal, uh, I have a great job and I, I want to stay at it. I want to be with the company that I am with. Forever? Yeah. I want to be, I want to retire out of that, which for millennials is not 
something oh, yeah. that we do. I will fully encourage you to keep this job forever and retire. <laughs> here, it's got, uh, yeah, it's a great company, got great benefits. and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you were really fortunate, actually, to get this job. It's yeah. a it's a good job. And it's eight to five, Monday through Friday. Yeah, see, got a great t- boss. Here's my t- here's my long term goal. Go for it. Because uh, my boss is, you know, over fifty. So I'm gonna be stuck with someone else Eventually, here. Yeah. yeah, in a couple decades, I would say maybe less. Because you know, which is good for him. You know, I want him to retire and have fun but um that's bad for me because it's essentially like i'm going to be getting a new boss and i want them to be as good as the last one (laughs) (laughs) so so my long-term goal is to you know train up this new guy i'm gonna get stuck (laughs) to be just like the other one (laughs) and then you gotta feel like you gotta make yourself invaluable to him Oh, yeah. Like, there's no way he could do this right. without you kind Cause, of thing. Because Kay, my, my co-worker, has <laughs> made it very clear that uh, when my boss retires, she's retiring too. So mm. so they're both going to leave me. <laughs> so it's just you. So, yeah, so just you me. make sure. Yeah, make sure yeah, you I'll be the only one left. Perfectly. Because, see, that's been my goal every time we get a new pastor at the church, which has now happened two times <laughs> right. with me in this job. Right. Make myself so valuable to him <laughs> that if he were to fire me, Things would be so difficult. <laughs> so far, it's going really well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're you're you'll pretty wedged my, in there. You'll build my sermon slides for me? Okay. I hate that. You'll put the slides over to the next one while I'm talking? That's Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll change the slides for me? No clicker over here? Okay. That's, great. That's pretty nice. You'll design everything? You'll have the passwords to everything. <laughs> You'll be the only one that knows where this one panel goes when I rip it out. Yeah, that's right. If I if I get fired, this whole church is going back to the nineties. You know, pretty I was, much. I was just in the restroom downstairs, and the vent on the ceiling is is gone. Is that the panel you took? <laughs> There's no vent in the ceiling. There's no vent on the ceiling. Yeah, I was. I think that was covered up a long time ago. I looked ago up and I was, was like, built. "There's just a hole in the ceiling." No, the vent's sitting oh, there on the no, table. Oh no, there's a. Oh. Yeah, no, like a like a. That yeah. might be what we're hearing. Maybe Tyler's down there fixing stuff. <laughs> off and on. Oh, uh, anyway, yeah, we were talking. You said nine to five or the eight to five job. Uh-huh. We were talking about that before. There was a commercial on Hulu right yeah. now for a, yeah. for a beer. I think it's Shinerbach beer or something. And it's like everybody's celebrating. They're opening the fridge door and pulling out a beer. And they're talking about why they're celebrating and having this beer. And one of the guys, I think the last one is all, no more nine to five. <laughs> here's to never working nine to five again. Yeah. I'm thinking, yeah. first off, <laughs> there are so many people right now who would kill for a job that had regular hours. Right, right. I yeah. mean, I hate working in a job where you never know what your schedule's going to be mm-hmm. from week to week. Retail. And you gotta, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, or fast food or anything mm-hmm. like that. And so a 9 to 5 job or 8 to 5 job sounds fantastic to most people. Right, he even and said 9 to 5. I'm like... Yeah. Well, that's, that's a common thing most places. Here, yeah. it's 8 to, five. 8 to 5. I'm not exactly sure why. I don't but know. it is a thing. Maybe but anyway, you don't get a lunch. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's because yeah, it's it's like that's it seems very insensitive to the millions of people who would kill for a job, let alone a nine to five job. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a beer commercial. 
nobody celebrating like a, a early retirement with a beer. <laughs> They're gonna celebrate with you know champagne or something like that. This guy's sitting in his kitchen in a rolly chair <laughs> by himself, drinking a beer. No more <laughs> nine to five. Did you get fired? <laughs> that would explain it <laughs> forget this place no more accounting for me i'm gonna be a drummer or something uh sorry to all you drummers that was a long there. answer to yeah question. let's hurry up and get this last one <laughs> <laughs> last one what is your favorite meal of the day and what is your favorite thing to eat for that meal breakfast but i don't eat breakfast a lot <laughs> but the reason why is because I don't often get my favorite meal, which my favorite meal is like a full thing, like a Denny's or whatever, just like the the three scrambled eggs covered in melted cheese. <laughs> get all, you, all the meats, but trade out all the other meats for bacon. So you just get like just six bacon. strips of yeah. bacon, some wheat toast with some jelly, some extra crispy hash browns, two fluffy pancakes. Oh, mm. Heart mm. attack on a plate. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> Yeah, that's another reason I don't get it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Feel my arteries clogging with every bite. Um, yeah, I don't really have a good favorite meal. I, the only thing I can think of is morning coffee. That's <laughs> that is my favorite. <laughs> morning coffee every every day. That's my meal. My kids even, you know, on Saturdays when uh, we wake up, they they make, they want cream of wheat, so I always make them cream of wheat. And my my little two year old says. You can make coffee, you know, he knows. <laughs> Mom's got to have her coffee first before anything else starts. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, man. All right, that was Ask Us Anything. Uh, an ingenious new app is recruiting thousands of good Samaritans as volunteers for medical emergencies. If an ambulance is dispatching in response to someone in the midst of a car- of cardiac arrest, pardon me, I had a hiccup there, or some other life-threatening emergency, the Good Sam app. Uh, send, uh, yeah, sends a cell phone alert to the first responders and medically trained civilians who are nearby to the person in distress. The Ambulance Victoria website says that for every minute that a cardiac arrest patient doesn't get CPR or defibra- defibrillation, defibrillation. defibrillation uh, their chances of survival fall by 10%. So wow. recruiting the help of nearby pedestrians uh, can offer... Or often make a world. Oh gosh, I can't say this sentence. So recruiting the help of nearby pedestrians <laughs> can often make a world of difference for a patient's recovery. So essentially, I mean, you, I'm assuming you have to be like registered as yes, I've taken these courses or I know these techniques. So right. I can prove that I would be valuable and would just cause more problems. Yeah, license. <laughs> um, but yeah, having that situation set up to where hey, there's someone a block from you in cardiac arrest right now and so you can go run and help them until the ambulance arrives that's life-saving stuff right that's there. pretty that's awesome amazing. yeah uh i hope yeah that's that's one thing one of the few really good things i feel like right cell phone technology is helping yeah us with. yeah <laughs> right well, that's fantastic i hope that expands to, yeah. to uh everywhere because yeah. that's a great idea all right, when we come back, emoji overload. But first, it's time for Love Thy Nerds Critical Hit. Take it away, Hector. Hey, everyone, this is the Love Thy Nerd Critical Hit. I'm Hector Mirai with Faith and Fandom, and I just wanted to share a quick thought with you. 
So once again, ladies and gentlemen, it is here. This week begins San Diego Comic-Con, the ultimate culmination of nerd and geek culture. This, in fact, is the 50th year of San Diego Comic-Con. This is the place where everyone that's associated with nerd culture wants to be. We look up at it like Ariel, like we want to be where the people are. And it's that place where celebrities are going to be to promote their new projects. It's where we're going to see new trailers announced for all the things that we're excited about. It's where exclusive memorabilia and Funko Pops and toys and clothing and all these things are going to happen because of all the hype that is San Diego Comic-Con. That's the thing. Hype is just that for a lot of us because most of us aren't going to get to go to San Diego Comic-Con and while we can celebrate it, it's, you know, we celebrate at a distance and it really doesn't change our lives that much. And, you know, there's a similar experience in Matthew 21, beginning in verse 8. And in verse 8, it says, Most of the crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from trees and spread them on the road. And the crowds that went before him and that followed him were shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he entered in Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred up saying, Who is this? So just like we get hype about a Comic-Con we might not actually make it to, this whole town was hyped up about Jesus coming in here and what he was going to do. But just like the hype of Comic-Con fades, for these people the hype of Jesus faded. These these same people that were laying their clothes on the ground and chanting and waving branches and all this stuff, just hours and days later, will ignore him and abandon him and all of their hype will have been for nothing. So be hype about things, be excited about things, but I want to tell you this, make sure that your hype for your relationship with God doesn't fade as quickly as Comic-Con or Passover. want you to know that Love Thy Nerd exists to love and serve our nerdy neighbors through thoughtful content, relational outreach, and intentional community. Check out our website at lovethynerd.com, our thriving Facebook community where you can interact on a daily basis. We have several podcasts, one of which I host, and we're active on all the socials. You can also check me and my book series out over at Faith and Fandom on Facebook. Here on your Thursday morning, we are glad to have you with us, Deidre and I, here in the studio. And it is the third hour, and we're talking about, today, emojis. Uh, Emojis. We had World Emoji Day last week, um, which was, I believe, the 17th. And it's, 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 it's a weird thing when you really think about it, how they came to be. They really are like current hieroglyphics, you know, they tell stories, 
You could have a whole conversation with emojis. Everybody knows exactly what you're saying. Yep. It's becoming a very increasingly uh, important part of our communication. Mm-hmm. Like, how often do you use emojis? Um, almost with every text. Right. I feel like I feel like I'm being rude, or they won't know how to take it. Exactly. If I don't put a little face on the end. <laughs> right. It, it changes the tone of your text. Uh, it was something we originally were doing with like LOL. If we were saying right. something and it kind of sounded mean, so we wanted to cut the meanness, we you would just, add LOL, LOL at the end. Uh, so funny. Now yeah. we just add the little laughing face. Yeah. At the end or something like that. Laughy, winky, you know. Yeah. Well, uh, coming out on World Emoji Day, Adobe released their first like emoji trend report ever about how things are being used. Uh, the multinational wow. software company Adobe surveyed a thousand emoji users in the U.S. to learn about their emoji usage and the role that these digital characters play in their lives and relationships. So the majority of the respondents, 65%, said that they were more comfortable expressing their emotions through emojis than like with their words and a phone call. Wow. Like talking to someone. <laughs> they would rather express their emotions. Moshi, uh, emotions. Gosh, <laughs> emojis. this will be hard. This is going to be a hard article. <laughs> emotions through emojis, through, through faces that are pre-made into these shapes, which there are so many of them now. Oh you really gosh. can't express any emotion at this point. I was looking through my phone just the other day, and I was like, holy cow, there's... There's all these new ones. 1,500 faces. What's going on here? Um, yeah. The number rises to 83% uh, among Generation Z, or millennial users, uh, who represent wow. the largest segment of media of the media audience, according to the 2017 Nielsen Total Audience Report. Nearly all emoji users reported using emojis to lighten the mood of a conversation, mm-hmm. like you said, mm-hmm. uh, and display empathy to their... Uh, their friends, ninety-one percent use it for empathy. Ninety-three use it to lighten the mood. So I mean, that's nearly all. I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. And I just the other day, um, some uh, my brother-in-law was like, you know, he sent a text to my dad, and it was, uh, you know, telling him, "Oh, please stop it," but he put a little, you know, smiley face at the end. He's like, you know, that way I can I can tell him what I really mean but i'll i'll be nice about it like yeah. it makes it sound kind of jokey but you're yeah. still serious oh but, stop it yeah but with yeah. the little face you know it's like you're saying what you really mean but you're being nice but you're winking at it <laughs> oh man uh to demonstrate just how ubiquitous emojis have become 64 percent said that they're willing to make a purchase with an emoji which is becoming a newer trend. It started, what? I believe the first one that I even remember hearing about was Domino's. And this was a couple of years ago. They had, you set up your profile at Domino's and you set like your your favorite order. Uh-huh. And then the you know, one you order all the time. And uh-huh. then you put your, you set up with your phone with it too. And if you want to just order your favorite order, you text Domino's the pizza emoji. Huh. And that takes care of all of it. That's cool. And you get charged, it gets yeah. sent. You get I like that. You get little confirmation email. Yeah, it's brilliant. And now uh, a lot of other restaurants are starting to do that. Movie tickets. Uh, even some clothing companies are starting to do that, too. Huh. Order yourself with emojis. Which, 
uh, I don't know, even the Domino's thing, it's a cool idea. I don't know that I'm comfortable enough to do it. And I don't know if it's just because I'm getting older and less trusting of technology <laughs> as it develops around me or what, but it just seems weird. But <laughs> um, nearly 44% of emoji users, emoji users said that they're more likely to purchase products advertised using emojis. So if you see an, an advertisement that somehow throws emojis in the mix online or even like a commercial uh -huh. Where they throw an emoji as a sticker on the screen somewhere. Right. They're more likely to connect with that and be wanting to purchase it. Hmm. I feel like that's had an adverse effect with me. Like just when I'm thinking about if I've ever like added an app or something or got, got put on some email list and they have emojis in the subject line. I just automatically know to delete those ones. <laughs> like, oh, that's just that, you know. Yeah. I, I feel annoyed when I see them, like, in the subject line of an email. See, like, in uh, on Twitter, even our account, Back Row Radio, uh, I wanted to make it clear just by looking at our, our name that comes up with every tweet that we're, like, a, a Christian radio station or a positive radio station in that sense. Uh -huh. So in our name, at the end, I have the emoji with the halo, which we use oh, in a yeah. lot of things. Uh -huh. And so that should at least spark a right. holy thought, you know, when you're right. looking at it. And I feel like that's worked. That's <laughs> <laughs> gotten people to notice it. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's strange that that's where we're at. Uh -huh. It's strange that it's it's becoming such a big part of our communication. Um. But as you just said, the email thing, what they found was that 58% are more likely to open an email from a brand that uses an emoji in the subject line. Really? Mm -hmm. See, I feel like I just know that's junk. junk. <laughs> you know? But see, that's the thing. It's Spam. becoming commonplace now. Yeah. So now you can't just automatically assume it's junk. You know, when I'm emailing at work, <laughs> mm -hmm. I want to, like, I want to put smiley faces in there. But you're afraid <laughs> like, that they'll delete it yeah. too right away? <laughs> well, no, no. Like, I, like when I'm talking in the email, you know, if I'm mm -hmm. sending it to some other branches, you know, I want to do like a little smiley face or something at the end of my sentences to lighten it up. But I feel like they'll think I'm like a kid or something. <laughs> but freaking child. Yeah, recently. So we have um, pizza emojis and subject line. Our uh, our managing partner, you know, the the head honcho uh lady. We have I I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but I work at Edward Jones. <laughs> I don't know. Boop, 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 boop. They're coming in, they're coming to get you. <laughs> um so we have like an internal thing where where anyone anyone can write her, you know, and she'll she'll every week she'll have responses in, on Penny's page, and recently in one of her responses was a smiley face, and I loved it. I was like, oh, look, she's got an emoji in there. <laughs> it brightened my day. I was like, oh, a little smiley face. <laughs> so do you remember uh, back when we were in? Junior high, high school, before emojis were really a thing, uh, emoticons were kind of a thing. Yes. Then you, you know, had the sideways book. things. You had to... Is that what you're going to? No, no, no. no oh. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> uh, there was a poster. I had it, and our, our media director teacher had it, 
or media, multimedia teacher had it, of smileys. It was a whole poster of like, here's 150 smileys. And they were all different Like using emotions. the parentheses and stuff like no, that? No, no, no. Like smiley faces. Like oh. emoticons are. But they were called smileys back then. Oh. You know, just the smiley faces. Uh-huh. And they had the different emotions. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? No. Remember those posters at all? And they, they even had some inappropriate ones. Like one had a bunch of rhino horns on the top. So you can imagine what the emotion was for him. Oh. A bunch of horns. Gee. <laughs> inappropriate. So they had, I remember Les, Miss Leslie had cut it, covered that one up. <laughs> on That's poster. hilarious. But yeah. But they were all of those emotions. And this was the first time you'd ever seen like emojis on this poster because emojis weren't a thing. Right. It was, hey, we took the cool smiley face that you see on all these, you know, it used to be like a hippie symbol. You know, it was always like the, <laughs> the, the smiley face, the yin yang symbol, and something with a rainbow. And those were all the hippie looking uh, symbols. Yeah. Anyway, took, we took this smiley face and we made all these different emotions out of it. Uh-huh. And that's exactly what we have now. Almost all of them are represented now in our phone as emoticons, emojis. And that's crazy to me <laughs> that we just were like, yeah, let's use that. Those and look I cool. bet the guy that made that poster <laughs> hasn't made a dime. From All it. right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, what do you think were the top three emojis this year? Ooh. Three most used emojis. Winky face? Uh, winky face with a kiss was number three. Oh, yeah. Winky face blowing that I was I always feel uncomfortable using that one with anyone except you. It better just be me, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> like I think Megan Kelly uses that one a lot with me. Oh, yeah. Megan Kelly uses hearts. Girlfriends, overly yeah. Hearts. So even with That's me, okay. she sends hearts and stuff. I'm oh, right. yeah. I'm like, she has to have at least this... two hearts at the end of every sentence, yeah. I think. This is weird. <laughs> She's too much into it. All right, what's the number two? Um... The laughy, the laugh one, laugh crying. That's number one. Oh, wow. That was the number one most okay. used emoji. I believe emoji. it. Yeah. Emoji. Yoshi. Emoji. <laughs> <laughs> emoji, emoji. <laughs> so the number two was actually the heart, the one you're talking the about. The heart. Just okay. a straight up heart. Yeah. Um, and then the three top emotions that are used uh, that users express through emotion through emojis. Gosh, this is so hard to keep these words straight. <laughs> are love, happiness, and sadness. So yeah. those are the three top emotions okay. being. I feel weird on Facebook doing the sad face. I feel really weird. Like we like have on that like as a reaction group. in the yeah. reactions. Yeah. yeah, we have that prayer group, and I'm like, I feel weird doing a sad face. So I always just do a heart. Like, I right. feel like, yeah, I'm I sending you too. love. <laughs> it does like, seem weird to do the sad. It's really weird. Because I feel like people more use the sad for, I'm disappointed in that. Yeah. Not, yeah. not that makes me sad or that hurts right. uh, my sensibilities. It's, that's disappointing. That's yeah. Like a Trump sad. Right. Like everything posted. Like sad. Sad. Is, sad is almost mad. Like <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah. Almost, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly right. <laughs> so, in all of this, what do you think about interpersonal interpersonal communication? I mean, is this is this keeping us more separated, or do you think this is getting us closer to a real, like, emotional connection? 
Because hmm. I mean, uh, I think it might have. I think it might have helped with you know those text fights. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people people used to always. I I remember listening about it. You know, this couple paid a hundred dollars on their phone bill because they were fighting through text you know way before people yeah when text cost money yeah when it (laughs) cost you 10 cents a text and you know they'd have this big old fight and it's because you can't hear the emotion in a text so i think that might have might have helped that way um i i think that i do find myself more empathetic when someone is expressing themselves with an emoji. Yeah. Because it helps me to really understand what they're feeling. What emotion they have. Yeah, what, how they're going. Because <laughs> I tend to read everybody as stone-faced. Right. Like, I just... I, I tend to read messages as... Like... Uh, Without oh, emotion? Oh. What's his name? Ted Koppel. Just reading the news. Just, <laughs> you know, that's, you know that's, that's, what I, that's what I think. I also heard um, you're taken or you sound matter to someone texting if you put a period at the end. Yeah. 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 I think we talked about that when it first came out too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Leave a, leave the punctuation off if you want to sound. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And you might be upsetting people like in work emails and stuff if you're using exclamation points mm because they take it as. As yelling. As yelling. Yeah. Uh-huh. Even though everybody knows the universal trend for yelling is just typing in all, all caps. caps. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Come on now, people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think your mom used to always text in all caps. <laughs> Deidre! <laughs> How are you today? <laughs> I can hear you. <laughs> Quiet down. Um, but I, do you think, though, that doing this is... M- more cementing us in the fact that we just won't be talking to each other much anymore. I definitely feel way more comfortable texting someone than calling yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. If I call someone, I feel like it's got to be an emergency. Emergency or bad news or something. And when they answer, yeah. they like, I think I called Megan Kelly one time and she was like, she seemed shocked that I was like calling and not texting and it was... I don't even remember why. What's but, wrong? Yeah, but it was almost like, yeah, you're calling. What's wrong? Why Why is this not a text? <laughs> what was that that Kelly said in the office? You're calling someone who texted you? Do you want to drive them away? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> you don't do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's. I feel. I feel like... I feel like we developed emojis because we were like, well, we're already becoming an interpersonal society. Let's just lean into it. (laughs) Right. And just instead be like robots. (laughs) Because wasn't that a Doctor Who episode too? They had had robots walking around on one planet that had the Uh emojis as their faces and determined how they felt about their human. And you had uh, to keep smiling. You had had to have a smiley face. Yes. Yeah. That was, that was frightening. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like that's kind of what we are was, uh, well, I could show you that I'm sad, but that would require me being near you. Uh huh. I'm going to stay where I'm at 
and send you a sad emoji. Yeah. And you'll know that I'm sad. Uh-huh. And so, I mean, I guess it's better than nothing. You know, I guess is what I'm saying. It's better than not having it. Right. If this is the trend that we have to follow, which is inevitable at this point, as we get more and more close to Star Trek time. <laughs> but uh, it is also kind of sad that we are replacing that. You know, replacing genuine discussion, genuine empathy, face-to-face right. kind of stuff yeah. with this new brand of emotions, mm-hmm. expression emotions. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It does kind of, it does, it does definitely make text conversations more pleasant overall. Yeah, I would agree. Because, um, yeah, if you read like a whole conversation and it doesn't have any emojis, it just, mm-hmm. like you read it like it's robots or something. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I would say the same thing's true about the, the trend that's really taken off in the last couple of years of reaction GIFs. GIFs. Yeah. <laughs> As a common thing, like in discussions and everything. Oh, yeah. Not just for memes anymore. Uh-huh. Like just the, like you. And I don't. I don't understand <laughs> how we can do this. Like, it's part of Facebook. It's part of Twitter. It's part of the normal thing. Uh-huh. All of this stuff is like property of someone, you know? It's like uh-huh. clips from shows that are uh-huh. copywritten. And we're allowed to just take those clips and make them our own GIFs. And they're not getting any money for it. And nope. <laughs> they're just posting it all over. I mean, I, it's possible they're seeing it as free advertising. But, I mean, like, mm-hmm. I don't understand how. Like old shows and stuff. Yeah, I don't understand how it's Maybe because of legal. how short it is. Maybe. They're, that's why they're not any longer than just this little Maybe. blip. I just, I don't, I don't understand how they're legal. I'm, that's a question I've always had. I'm going to have to look it up. <laughs> how gifs are legal but anyway it's a, it's a weird situation um but i guess given where we're at it's better than nothing that's where <laughs> that's where i'm landing <laughs> yeah do you agree i agree all right um let's see when asked about the benefits of emojis user cited the ability to communicate across language barriers that's a cool thing yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh, and the ability to instantly communicate thoughts and ideas. Uh, that was 94% and 90% uh, consecutively there uh, on things that they liked. And 73% still wish they had more emoji customization options to better reflect their personal appearance and or identity. Uh, isn't that Bitmoji? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? I, don't under- I don't understand why anybody wants to have a... Like, I think... I think instead of like making more and more diverse characters in the emoji stuff, let's just get rid of all those and stick with the yellow faces. I agree. I agree. Why do we need to keep adding more of those? Yeah. That seems silly. And I don't ever use those ones. Right? Yeah, I'm not going to. Yeah, it's stupid. Uh, a couple new emojis just to end the discussion here. A couple new emojis being added this year. An orangutan, <laughs> a flamingo, a skunk, and a sloth. Uh, a garlic bulb, oh, I like that. butter, like a stick of butter with a slice, oh. uh, falafel, <laughs> and a Belgian waffle. Okay. So, you know, hey, you like a waffle. Good. So I'm going um, to like text you a bunch of flamingos so I can 
So it can be a flamboyance. <laughs> so the, a bunch of flamboyance and flamingos. A uh, couple new diverse emojis being added include an ear with a hearing aid in it. Okay. Uh, a black lady in a motorized wheelchair. And just a prosthetic leg with a shoe. <laughs> Okay. Uh, who needs these? <laughs> Aside from, like, the one guy who forgot his prosthetic leg at home and needs to quickly message, bring my prosthetic leg, but he doesn't know how to <laughs> spell prosthetic. So he's like, bring my prosthetic leg emoji. Puts the leg. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I just don't. It's weird. Oh, goodness. Anyway. <laughs> Falafel, though. I'll use that all the time. <laughs> Not the waffle. The falafel. The falafel, yeah. Okay. Don't you like falafel? Sure. <laughs> I'm not even entirely sure what falafel is. It's bread, it looks isn't it? like... Isn't it? It's bread, but it's like green on the inside. You know? It's filled with something? I think it's mixed with something. Like I a, don't know either. Like a hush puppy. <laughs> but on the inside, it's mixed with like... Something gross. He just thought of something green and gross. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're talking about emojis forever, but let's stop right there. Stick around. We'll be back soon to close out the show. Welcome back to the Backroom Morning Show as we close out your show for the day and the week. we got your Bible verse and thought for the day. Bible verse for the day is Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Deep. Deep. <laughs> the thought for today, Chuck Swindoll, wise is the listener who doesn't feel compelled to fill up the blank spaces with words. Allow room for silence. So with that, our show's <laughs> over. You did not allow room for silence. Uh, Thank you for listening. Uh, We are here every Monday through Thursday, 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific, with an encore at 10 Eastern and 7 Pacific. Our podcast is usually available in the afternoon. If you miss the show, we'd prefer you listen to it live because we've got some amazing music here on the station. Uh, But if you can't always join us in the mornings, you can catch up uh, on BackrowRadio.com. Go to the podcast page or you can go to Podbean. Spotify, YouTube, we're everywhere. Or, well, we're at least in those three places. <laughs> and you can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Back Row Radio. Join our laughter-inducing Facebook community, Back Row Baptist Church, by going to brbchurch.com. You skipped a bunch of stuff. No, I didn't. Tomorrow. <laughs> oh, that was me. That was That was highlighted for me. Tomorrow. Catch you, my friend, and I trust you with Donnie and Jordan at 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific. Again, with an encore at 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific. They take over our morning shows every Friday. Mo should be back with us next Monday. Thank goodness. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's been great. So join join (laughs) us for that. Oh, And that's it for the show. Daedra.
What is your final word for the week? Uh, if you didn't like me this week, don't worry. It'll be another year before you hear me again. <laughs> if you did like me, keep listening because maybe I'll be on again. <laughs> I feel like you should have thought this word out. Before you... <laughs> word. <laughs> if you like me. Who knows when I'll show up next? Who knows if you when didn't I'll like show me, up. it'll, so you be, it'll just, be a while. You better just be listening. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for the show. If you need us, we'll be in the back. Bye.